0: We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, The Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Hope you are having a great day. and It actually is a very beautiful day here today in Chattanooga, Tennessee, so we're very thankful for that. And we hope you're having a great day and enjoying your life and uh, life is a journey. So hopefully you are enjoying your journey today. Uh, We thank you for joining us. Uh, If you're a first time listener, we welcome you. I hope it won't be your last time listening. We just try to be an encouragement. So we give a little thought, a little principle every podcast. I usually put one out on Tuesday and Thursday of each week. And uh, I usually try to do it in a form of series. Uh, just kind of continue a thought until we get finished with it. So with that being said, I am going to start a brand new one today, and uh, we're going to be looking at um, uh, Psalm chapter 27, and we're going to look at just a few verses there and then expound upon um, several of them uh, to start out, and then we'll probably look maybe at the whole Psalm before the end of this series. But let's read a few verses here. The Bible says in Psalm 27, verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after, That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Then let me just read a few other verses here. Verse ten: When my mother and my my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Verse thirteen: I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now there's thirteen verses in that passage of scripture and actually 14, and uh, I just shared a few of them with you, and I want to expound upon the first couple ones today, but I want to really want to look at this little thought, life of victory, living victoriously in a discouraging world. You know, we live in a discouraging world. Um, David, the human penman, the human author of that psalm, he was living in some very difficult days in his life, um, David's life was of one of great highs and really deep lows. I mean, he had the mountaintop experiences. Um, he had the valley experiences. And these are all very clearly recorded in God's word. But one thing that was sure with, with King David and David, the man after God's own heart, his something that never changed was his relationship with the Lord. That was one thing that was always sure. And, you know, our lives also include mountaintops. Our lives include valleys. Uh, our lives include storms and sunny days, and all of it. But we can rest in the same assurance, and in, in the ever change in this ever changing world, and in our circumstances that change so often, uh, we can have the same assurances as that David did. And uh, it, it, and let me just say this: if there was no hope, if there was no hope, you might be going through something very discouraging today. You might even be tempted to give up. Maybe you're in such great despair. And I would say to you, if you didn't have any resources, if you didn't have any hope, then you know what I would tell you to do today? Then go ahead and despair. (laughs) I mean, I would go ahead and just tell you, well, then go on and stay depressed. Go ahead and stay discouraged. Go ahead and just despair. If you didn't have any resources, if there wasn't no help, if there was no hope, then I would go ahead and tell you, say, well, look there's nothing that's going to be any good anyway, there's no hope, you don't have any help, and there's no resources, then the only the best thing I could tell you to do is go ahead and despair. But see, we do have hope. We do have help. We do have resources. And so I'm certainly not going to tell you today, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, to continue to be in despair. I'm going to encourage you that you can live a life of victory even today, no matter if you're even in a valley experience. So let me just give you a few things today. Number one, the hope of a believer, the hope of a believer. We find that right here in this passage. I want you to notice the personal relationship with the Lord that David had. And I'm going to do that by looking at the personal pronouns in the verses. Look what he said. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid of? And then he, go, he goes on to keep using these personal pr- pronouns, even mine. And then he goes in verse 2, me. And then he keeps using, my heart shall not fear, though the world should rise up against me. In this will I be confident. All the way through this psalm, David uses personal pronouns. Why? Because I want you to notice Christianity and your relationship with the Lord Jesus is one of personal. It's a personal relationship. You have a personal hope he says my light why because the lord jesus was his personal light and we have a foundation of hope it's a personal one you have a personal hope today if you know the lord jesus christ is your savior and you have accepted the lord jesus christ as your personal savior then you have a personal hope you have a personal hope notice why is this look at verse one Why does he have a personal hope? Why do we have a hope? Because it's built on God's provisions. Look at verse 1. He says, the Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength. So think about that. Now, David was a long ways down the road from the little shepherd boy. I mean, this is a long ways down the road as him being a little shepherd boy when Samuel anoints him king of Israel. He's a long ways down the road from that. I mean, he has fought the giant he has faced giants. He has faced lions and bears. He has fought battles. I mean, this man was a hardened uh, warrior. Uh, he was a great man of God at this point. He was a long way down the road from when he was first anointed as king as a shepherd boy. So we, he was well aware what God had brought him through, and he was well aware that God had brought him to the very place where he currently stood. So think about that. He knew what the Lord provided. What does the Lord provide in this personal hope? Well, he says it right here. He says he's my light. In a life of darkness, in, in gloomy days, in, in, in valley time experiences, when it, it the, the night is as black as black can be, and we don't seem like we have any hope. Look, he says the Lord Jesus is my light. He provides light. You know that old song, I saw the light? Well, when you meet the Lord Jesus Christ, you see the light. And he, he is the light of the world, the Bible says. He is the light that lights our path in this dark world. So he provides light. And by the way, light is very important, very important, because we need light. Uh, everything needs light. All of the plants need light to grow, to continue to sustain life. And we, we need light, even in dark days. And So the Lord Jesus himself provides this personal light. He says, I, he's my light. Then he says, he's my salvation thank God I'm glad I've been saved. And there's nothing like knowing the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. He provides a soul salvation that is forever. You never lose your salvation. It's not yours to lose. You didn't earn it. The Lord Jesus Christ gave it to you through his precious blood. So it's a gift of God. And so he is my salvation. If the Lord Jesus Christ did not die for my sins, if he did not raise from the dead, and if I have not accepted him as my personal Savior, then I have no salvation. But because I know him as my personal Lord, my personal Savior, then I have a personal salvation. It's mine. So the Lord Jesus Christ provides that. He provides light. He provides salvation. I've been saved. And then he says he provides, David said, he's the strength of my life. What does that mean? Well, that he provides the strength to overcome what needs to be overcome. Think about that in our lives. All of the difficulty, all of the struggles, all of the circumstances, all of the trouble that darkness brings, all of the heartbreak in this day. The Bible tells us that the Lord Jesus Christ himself provides us the strength to overcome. There's been times in my life that I didn't have the strength, but the Lord Jesus Christ was my strength. So, we know that we have hope, a personal hope as a believer because it's built, this hope is built on God's provision, what he has provided. But can I also say this? Our hope is built not only by his provisions, but it's backed by God's perimeter. Look at verse 2. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Now, notice verse 2. When it seemed that he was to be overtaken, here's what God did. He put a hedge of protection around him. The Bible said that that when they came to get him, when they, and by the way, David had many enemies. It looked like many times that his life was going to be taken, but the Bible says they stumbled and they failed. What what does that mean? God created a perimeter around him. He created a hedge of protection around him, and there will be times that we feel like that all hope is lost, but just hold on. God has set a perimeter around you that Satan cannot cross. Listen, hell may rage, but will not overcome. Aren't you glad for the hedge of God? He puts a perimeter. We have hope uh, knowing that we're saved. Listen, uh, we might lose our body. We might lose our life as far as our physical body, but our soul will never be taken from us. Uh, heaven is an eternal home. And by the way, it's so I'm so assured of heaven, I'm not there yet, but my reservation has already been made. And so, no matter if, if my life is taken, I have complete hope backed on God's perimeter, that I know one day I will be in heaven when I die. That is a beautiful promise. Aren't you glad for the hedge of God? Uh, look, God protects us. There's been many times in my life that God has put a perimeter around me, and he's put a perimeter around you. So we're talking about personal hope, the hope of the believer. It's it's provided by, uh, it, God provides us some things. He also gives us a perimeter. Then also I want you to know this, we have a personal hope because we're bound by God's peace. In verse 3, he says, Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. See, David was a warrior. He knew the fear of battle. He knew the horror that it brought, and he was tempted to fear. He was tempted to worry, just like all of us, but he had learned to trust the Lord. He was confident in the Lord to sustain him. So are you? This is a personal hope that we have, in the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is why we can live a victorious life, even in a discouraging day. Why? Because we have hope. It's been backed by God's perimeter. It's bound by God's peace. And it's certainly provided for by God's promises. Amen. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful day today. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valve.